Studio. One and a half lakh people walked his funeral. That is what he'd earned in life. But he didn't make a lot of money because he never cared for it. Right? He was he was a real life sage, and he believed in giving. You want to keep your pain aside, and you want to say that listen, uh, it's a bitter chapter. I don't want to address. Let me look at the sweet chapter because it gives you quick dopamine. So and and you're chasing dopamine. Everybody's chasing dopamine from the birth till death, right? Are you allowing your anger to take over you, or are you just thinking about the emotion, which is anger in that particular time? and making the emotion do the right thing for you if i wouldn't have been angry at the situation of my family i wouldn't have been in a position to take those steps which i took to pull them out of poverty that was the sheer anger this is episode number 127 of the inspiring talk with manish pandey Welcome back inside yet another episode of the Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm your host for this show. Each week I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. I'm very very excited for my guest for this episode Manish Pandey. Some of the India's biggest content creators consider him is their mentor and there's so much that you can learn just in one single conversation with manish because the perspective that he shares whether that's on spirituality whether that's on life whether that's on content creation that's very very empowering before recording this interview we just got on a conversation and we didn't even realize that it was already an hour before we start even hitting the record There's so much that I have personally learned from Manish in that conversation. In this episode, we are going to talk about working for your need versus greed, building the spirituality to the work that you are doing. We'll also talk about his new title of Bade Bhaiya at Joe Stocks. Uh, we are going to talk about content creation. We are going to talk about new age media. We are going to talk about how do you channelize your anger. and we also talk about meditation and how he keep himself grounded some people even consider him as chanakya of the content creators this conversation is so deep and there's a lot that we discover and discuss in this episode it is a very free flowing conversation i'm sure you are going to enjoy this let's get into this manish thank you so much for joining us Hi Vijay I was so glad to know that uh, our roots match and it was fantastic getting to talk to you and you asked me that do you speak Nepali and things started from there I'm so happy <laughs> I wish we could record it in Nepali uh yeah I mean someday someday definitely that's something that's on my bucket list to do a podcast in Nepali someday but yeah great like you know uh, we had a, quite a bit I mean I think it's already been an hour that we've been talking offline and uh, now yeah. that, you know we are just talking about this Manish I want to start off now that you know you've mentioned about the roots uh, in yeah. Nepal um I want to take you back there and uh, you know and talk about your childhood there yeah. and uh, particularly you know what you were also mentioning that you know hey your my nanaji was 
the spiritual consultant to the royal family royal family uh, yeah. in nepal and you know you mentioned that you have stayed time there uh, with royalties uh, you know with the king's palace in i've seen uh, it you have seen it yeah, <laughs> yeah you have seen the palace so you know tell us how that the upbringing in that spirituality spiritually you know yeah. uh, surrounded environments sort of shaped you to become who you are today yeah so the life uh, in nepal was uh, very dramatic to mm-hmm. put you in that way reason that uh, my nana ji was a highly highly affluent person uh, very well connected mm-hmm. however he never did seek wealth or money he lived his life like a sage mm-hmm. so we were not rich but we were very very connected my nana ji built everything on his own for himself and everybody knew him i mean in fact the day he passed away in nepal in respect they uh, pulled down the uh, flag oh and it was done wow. one and half lakh people walked his funeral that is what he earned in life wow but he didn't make a lot of money mm. because he never cared for it mm. right he was he was a real life sage and he believed in giving so even if he received money or land he would just give it away Mm. and he did not give it away to his sons and daughter he gave it away to people mm. and that is why he was people's person and he was loved so much mm. uh, nepal has a, a, a political party called sadbhavana party mm-hmm. uh, people who know nepali yeah. would understand uh, he was founding member of that party oh yeah so all of that is the pedigree mm. and that is what i observed and learned so uh, economically we were not well to do mm-hmm. but we had a lot of respect mm-hmm. in the community we had a lot of respect in the country and that is what uh, i grew up so i grew up seeing values i grew up seeing uh, you know a lot of patriotism i grew up seeing a lot of ethics mm-hmm. i grew up seeing a lot of knowledge and hunger for knowledge and wisdom and hunger to acquire wisdom so that is how my childhood had been mm-hmm. i'm so blessed and I, i thank god that the days were difficult it was very difficult but what i learned i couldn't have learned that if i had not been in nepal so i'm mm. very very grateful mm-hmm. for the kind of childhood that i've had mm. it was painful it was traumatic mm-hmm. uh, many things because apart from nana ji everybody were i don't want to filter it they were cruel to me mm. and my mother mm-hmm. we had a lot of trauma mm. my mother tried killing herself killing me yeah three times i tried killing myself couple of times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i said it was dramatic yeah so too much drama but i'm very thankful for whatever it was mm. yeah so you know uh, i can see these two things yeah. uh, you know like for instance if i look at my own life we were not very well to do mm-hmm. and when i looked at my own upbringing one yeah. of the things that i always wanted to do is like hey you know what mom i have seen my dad work so hard yeah you know when i grow up i'm not going to work for anyone else yeah i'm going to build something on my own mm-hmm. and that is something that i remember yeah. you know uh, growing up and i wanted to make a lot of money mm-hmm. you know so that uh, my family don't have to go through Correct. you know the pain that we were in right and that was the case with you as well that was yes. one thing that was going where you yeah. were struggling yeah. financially yeah and here's the other aspect which is the whole spirituality spiritual angle, angle where yeah. you have seen your nana ji carrying mm-hmm. those values how it has changed your definition of success how it has think of what you wanted to do when you grow up did well, you wanted to make a lot of money or you know yeah you i will i will put it in a perspective yeah. i wanted food with dignity mm. that's what i wanted mm. so and i also was taught the value of need versus greed and i did not let greed creep into me mm. so i worked for need 
and I knew where to put a full stop or a comma. And that is how I perceive my life. And, uh, you know, you've, you've already read about me online and there are a few podcasts already, which, which kind of tells about my life, right? So I needed a lot of money. I had to, again, like how you pulled your sister's education. I had to pull my sister's education. I had to give my mother and father a house out from the slum, yeah. right? So a lot of things were there. But then I knew how much do I require. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to shift them from slum directly to a 100 crore bungalow. True. All I wanted to give them is a safe living space, mm -hmm. which I managed, mm -hmm. which I managed. And that did not want me to become hungry, greedy, uh, you know, uh, kind of a person. So I kept that dignity alive. I kept reminding myself what is my need versus what will turn into a greed. Mm -hmm. And I sustained it. And I would like to sustain it all my life just that way. Mm. So just because I can make 20 lakh rupees a month, I'm not the guy who will go ahead and make 20 lakh rupees a month. Mm. I will make how much I need and a little surplus so that, you know, you create an economic balance of life. Emotional satisfaction is what I'm seeking. Mm. And when I say emotional satisfaction, it leads somewhere to a lot of mental peace. Mm. It leads somewhere uh, to a lot of... Uh, when you look into yourself... And when you talk to yourself, what is that you're going to answer? Mm. And when I talk to myself, I want to be proud. And uh, nobody but I can define the limit for that. Mm. So that is how I live. A little strange, right? I mean, mm. <laughs> it's it's very funny. Uh, I can make 500 crores in five years. Mm. Aram se. Mm. I have that kind of acumen. Yeah. I, I know those kind of people. Mm -hmm. But I keep reminding myself. Do I really want that or do I want, want to take that 500 crore mm. and distribute it in the ecosystem in such a way mm. that I create guys who have hunger, passion, mm. who create hundreds of jobs. Yeah. And that is what I, I, I am in the process of doing. Mm. I hope I succeed. I, I don't know, but, but I'm, I'm on the way to do that. Right. Mm. So that is how I look into my life and look into both the things. See, this is how the amalgamation of both the hunger. Yeah. And my spiritual side. Mm. That's what keeps me sane, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Also, one more thing is when you're not greedy and when you don't expect. Things fall in place. And on top of that, you know, nobody will make you do things that you don't want to do. Mm. Because you want to do what you want to do. Yeah. And that is it. True. So, um, knowing what's enough for you. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of us where yeah. we're just running after one thing after another. And this yeah. is something that, you know, I often, uh, you know, have the conversation with my parents. Right. Just to give an example, um, we had our house, which the roof was cement sheeted house. Yeah. And uh, two, three years back, we, you know, demolished that and built a concrete house. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I don't stay there. Yeah. And my sister is, is not going to be there for too yeah, long. Yeah. It's only my mom and dad mom and who are going to be there, right? Yeah. And we built that house. Yeah. And then my mom and dad came back to me and said that, hey, you know what? Everyone else has this two-story house. Yeah. Why don't you send more money so that we can build two-story house? Uh -huh. And then, you know, I often tell them like, but why do you need two-story house? Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be there. My sister's not there. It's only for both of you, right? Both and of you, right? Like, why do you need that? Yeah. Like, what? Status symbol. Status symbol, right? So <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, uh, but I think knowing when to stop yeah. and what's enough for you is yeah. uh, is one aspect of this. But also at the same time, uh, I have seen people saying that because of which 
there can be a bit of complacency as well. Yeah. And this is something that I've started realizing a couple of months back where I said, hey, you know what? When I was just starting out, I wanted all these things. And now, you know, in a way, I won't say like, you know, made a lot of money and whatever, but I'm at a place where it's life is a bit comfortable. I have what I need, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not the things that I want to do. Maybe, you know, uh, I don't need to fly business class, for instance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm okay, good off with economy. Yeah. But with that, you know, and this is the recent realization that start, that I started having, like, is that in a way making me complacent in what I want to do next? So how do you mm-hmm. keep that hunger alive mm-hmm. while knowing mm-hmm. that this is enough for me? That's a very, very nice perspective and a very good question and a very good problem to solve. Like, it's a good algorithm that we should dive in, right? See, a lot of hungry people and a lot of passionate people, and for good reasons, when they will listen to this conversation, they'll say, these guys are just, you know, they're, they're, they're just not ambitious enough, yeah. right? But they forget the they forget to lean, read between the lines, right? I said, I don't want 500 crore for myself, but I want to build 100 people who will build 500 crore business because they will give pe- jobs to 5,000 people each. That means 50,000 people, maybe 5 lakh people will get jobs. I want to be the back end of that, mm. right? Mm. Now, Coming to uh, complacency and all, I will fly economy. But if you offer me a business class for with the right reasons, I will take it. Mm-hmm. I flew private jets myself, mm-hmm. right? I've, mm-hmm. I've, 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 I've had an opportunity of taking private jets, going from one place to another, and the entire plane just flying me down, just me alone. I've seen that. And I've, I've been a part. Now, there was a reason behind it. I had to take a three-hour flight, get down, Immediately enter a meeting, finish that meeting in 30 minutes and come back. Now that was need of the time. That was need of the situation. Yeah. And you take that. Yeah. Tomorrow, I wouldn't mind a business class and booking myself. Forget about the client paying me or, or, or anybody who's inviting me. Paying. I will pay it myself. Reason, I will not travel business class for the status mm. symbol. I will fly business class. If I need it, what does business class give you? Mm. It gives you comfortable mm. ride, mm. right? It's in the same plane, by the way. It's just that your seats are a little comfortable. Uh, you can sleep if you want properly. You are well rested. And when you get down, you go to your meeting and you are performing well in your meeting, mm. right? So there's a purpose behind taking that business class. And I want to live that purpose. Mm. So I'm not saying that, oh, no, no, I'm not going to fly business mm. class. If needed, I will. Yeah. But then there has to be a purpose. Mm. I'm flying uh, to Bombay in a couple of days, right? It's a casual trip. Yeah. And the guys who are, uh, you know, calling me, they, they are kind enough to say, Nene, Mani, sir, you have to take a business class. And mm. I denied. Mm. And I said, no, no, Vistara economy is fine. Mm. And they were surprised. And I said, listen, I'm coming down. Mm. You're already letting me check in a good hotel. Mm. I'll be well rested all night. I'll see you next morning. Why do I need a business class? So this is where the differentiation is. And no offense to anybody who fly private jets and business classes just for the sake of doing it. Mm. Why not? They should. But this is my philosophy. Mm. This is my life philosophy. And this is how I want to live my life. Mm. Now, you cannot call me complacent for this. Right? So this is the difference. Mm. And uh, that does not make me complacent. It makes me aware. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a difference between and being complacent and being awareness, right? And I think that's the key, having yeah. that awareness yeah. that, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? right? And again, when I 
had that realization that you know am i being complacent because yeah. you know i don't and it's always about giving that meaning to what you are doing right and when you don't have that meaning like you have ticked the boxes that you know whatever you wanted to do as a younger kid and then like yeah. you're like oh i thought that it's going to take me a lifetime yeah. but you know i'm whatever 20 Managing, 30 yeah. whatever it and i've been like what's next right yes. and i think you know always having that purpose yeah. is uh, something that that really helps so how do you keep your hunger alive what what pushes you out every like what is that crazy big dream that you have at this ideas point? you know mm. uh, building different things living my dreams in other people mm. or living other people's dream uh, when i say living other people's dream listening to the dream yeah and saying hey can i hold a mm. little share in it can i can i be a be a you know mason in this one can i put a brick somewhere yeah right so that is how i keep my like and and it comes to you right i mean when you when you have this kind of i'll, I'll give you i'll give you a quick example before i came here i was in a meeting and i called you and i said that you know i might run 15 minute late somehow i got connected to a fintech founder mm-hmm. 1500 crore business mm-hmm. nobody knows about them mm-hmm. they are known they are not mainstream mainstream mm-hmm. they do not they have not uh, uh, blown their trumpet on fundraisers and all their bootstrap mm-hmm. like you know one of the bootstrap companies zerodha and yeah. you know zerodha yeah. family yeah both the brothers great job right but they have been out there but these guys Similar kind of thing, but they have not blown their trumpet. So nobody knows about them. And then they said, Ki Manish, we want to create a financial literacy school. And they ran me through values and this and that. And and I saw that whole spiritual line in it. Mm-hmm. And they said that we were not on internet and we were building business. And for the for a very special reason, we were not on the internet. Mm-hmm. We've built a 1500 crore business now. Wow. I said, wow. And they said, Manish, this is our philosophy mm. and this is what we want to educate. Now we want to come on internet and we want to create a school mm. and we have a budget. So we are not going to, you know, do it for the sake of doing it. We, we are wise enough. We have a budget. We've already done our research done and everything. Mm. We are just looking for somebody who can guide. And we thought you would be the right person. And, and they reached out to me and we had a 20 minute discussion led to one and a half hour discussion. And, and because the values matched. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, that's my next project, mm. right? Like, I didn't even know that this was there coming for me. Yeah. So, this is how, and now this will keep me busy. Mm. Like, when we build Joe Stocks, for that mm. matter. Yeah. I mean, Supriya saw me doing my thing at TEDx Gateway. Mm. I was head of social media there. Supriya was 21 then. Mm. She was just out of her college. Yeah. Very ambitious girl. Uh, she's a gold medalist in her college and all. And, you know, very, I mean, she's amazing, right? And she approached and she said, I'm trying to do a company. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Bacchi hai tu. <laughs> and and, yeah. and, and I'm, I take immense pleasure mm. and immense happiness and pride in saying, I'm so proud of what Supriya Shobit and everybody yeah. at Joe's has built. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so lucky to be a small part of whatever we've built. Mm. And it would have been a blunder and a mistake to... Mm. You know, look upon, I mean, look over her and say, I'll, I'll come back to you. Yeah. Right? No, I paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. I think that is the wisdom, that clarity that, that I had. And and I'm so lucky mm. that I'm a part of this beautiful organization. Mm. Right? Of, of whatever we are doing. So, I mean, when we do PR and all, it's just, you know, we, we put Supriya in the forefront. Yeah. 
Subit our co-founder he believes being at the back and empower supriya to to go there mm. that doesn't mean we all that yeah. doesn't mean that we 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 all are not in the value chain we all are yeah. and we all equally are mm. right and and we have that mutual respect for each other so in a massive thing that that we are building right you cannot you cannot build it alone i mean you have to work as a team yeah. and i don't know how many more projects i'll be a part of mm. right going forward true so this is how uh, you are busy and this is how new projects come to you mm. right mm. when the time is right it come to you you just have to wait mm. and when the opportunity comes you identify yeah. and don't shut your doors on them yeah that is also very very yeah. important so yeah that is the answer to the question i guess yeah absolutely and what i could get from that is being open and you know if i understood this correctly what gives you your high high is you know enabling other people live their dream by you know being part of the journey in whatever way you know however you can connect those dots for them and maybe Absolutely. you know giving your time resource energy or the network that you're built over the and knowledge you know obviously Absolutely. right um, yeah. so uh, and i can completely relate to what you are saying right as we yeah. were talking uh, you know offline i told you that hey, you know what the thing that i that really gives me my high is when somebody i teach them something and they go and you know really do something do, do something. something you know yeah. share their message and yeah. help other people forward and yeah. i think that gives you that happiness uh, that everyone is looking for at the end of the day everyone is looking for the happiness right uh, so yes. what's your definition of happiness living in the moment mm -hmm. enjoying your sorrow enjoying your pain mm -hmm. enjoying your happy times enjoying your joy enjoying your wins mm -hmm. i think that is happiness Mm -hmm. uh when you are able to feel the pain and let the pain hurt you mm -hmm. and embrace that pain mm -hmm. and address it and not be bogged down by it but to process it i think that is happiness too mm -hmm. because you are winning over the pain um being in the moment you are not running away from the pain you are facing you and cannot. going through it yeah because because if not today tomorrow it will hunt It's you down hunt you down yeah. right yeah. so why run away mm -hmm. embrace it mm -hmm. embrace it i mean uh, kids and uh, young people uh, they ask me that mani sir uh, guide guide on meditation and all and mm. and like oh, what do we do how do thoughts mm. thoughts aate hain and thoughts should not come i said it's thoughts job to come <laughs> you cannot say thoughts yeah. don't come yeah the point is can you ask the thought to rest yeah and can you take over mm. so that taking over I think I think your happiness is always in your hand and control. Uh you are unhappy by choice and you are happy by choice. So make make the choice that that makes you happy maybe, mm. you know? That's that's yeah. what that's how I look at happiness. And often times you know a lot of uh and this is again uh, yeah. lately like I'm thinking a lot and yeah. you know getting more regular to the meditation for the you know I've been on and off meditating for 3 years. Three yeah. four years now, yeah. but lately, you know, I've been very regular with yeah. the meditation, and I'm starting to see, you know, that changing. I'm going deeper within myself, asking yeah. questions and stuff like that, and the embracing the pain bit, right? Where mm -hmm. you want to embrace your pain and go through it. Mm -hmm. Often time, I've realized when I'm doing something that I should not be doing, whether mm -hmm. when I'm doing maybe let's say emotional eating or maybe you know drinking or whatever i'm doing mm -hmm. i'm trying to find comfort in that because i don't want to face the pain yes. or something that's going on within me you want to keep your pain aside aside and you want to say that listen uh, the bitter chapter i don't want to address let me look at the sweet chapter sweet chapter because it gives you quick dopamine yep yeah yeah so and and you're chasing dopamine everybody is chasing dopamine mm -hmm. from the birth till death right yeah. i mean even the child birth 
it's a it's a dopamine hit for for the society for yeah. the mother for the mm-hmm. child itself right so i mean that's what we are going we're going to do we are just and, and, and dopamine yeah. dopamine is such a stupid thing yeah. according to me mm-hmm. right because it makes you a slave <laughs> Mm. and it makes you do oh, things that wow. you don't want to do yeah, such a, <laughs> right yeah i think that's you know now that's going to change you know things for me forever right yeah. you know i've started being more aware of this like i'm yeah. trying to avoid the pain yeah. and when i'm meditating okay yeah. and all of a sudden these thoughts come in yeah. and which i don't want to face yeah. and i'm like okay this time it's time to call off the meditation yeah. because it's feeling way too uncomfortable it's feeling way too uncomfortable because yeah. i have to deal with all of this yes. Yes. and like i'm like oh wait all right this is uncomfortable but i have to sit through it yeah. and then make see, friends with them make friends with them and yes. see where it goes yeah and the more i started doing you know i think i'm sort of pushing myself to face more of it and then embrace it and yeah. resolve it you know and um and try and make peace with that so that i don't have to fall back to finding that dopamine or comfort in something yeah. else yeah see that the, the point is uh, you know dopamine is absolutely necessary right yeah but again are you controlling the dopamine or dopamine is controlling mm. you that's the question that you have to ask don't fall slave to it yeah right that is the whole game lies there right i think the question manish bhai after this i'm going to ask for myself uh-huh. maybe for the rest of the life is yeah am i slave to dopamine yeah. and i think that's going to all of a sudden yeah. bring yeah. things like like i'll tell you a simple thing yeah i eat only two meals a day mm. so i eat my first meal at around 11 o'clock and then i eat anywhere between 3 pm to 6 pm and that is it mm. and then i see posts midnight craving this that and i am like trust me you're not hungry yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah it's just that you felt like eating mm. and which is not wrong it's fine yeah. but in longer run it's not healthy mm. so why do it don't you love your body mm. right don't you love the entire mechanism that 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 is making you function mm. why do you want to confuse your liver 2 o'clock in the night and mm. you know why do you why do you want to confuse your yeah. stomach your gut system 2 o'clock in the night and they start secreting their enzymes and then they will secrete it half heartedly mm. and then whatever you eat is not digested properly yeah and it it becomes uh, you know it 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 kind of sometimes it becomes some stone some liver ailment sometimes something is happening yeah and then there is suffering mm. be aware about it yeah and the best piece of advice that i've received in you know in 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 eating cycle and stuff yeah. like that was from one of the you know guests on the podcast and what he suggested was and he was an ayurvedic doctor yeah. uh, who has worked with deepak chopra and so on and so forth and Beautiful. he suggested that hey you know what and i said like how do i know that when to eat yeah. and how much to eat yeah. and he says just follow the cycle of a sun 100% if the sun rises in the morning yeah. it's not very bright yeah. it's very you know it's just rising yeah. and what that means is yeah. you have a lighter breakfast yeah. if you want to have a, like a breakfast have a lighter breakfast because the some sun fruits. is some uh, fruits yeah some fruits yeah. right and during the mid of the day yeah. like 11 12 yeah. when is when the, the sun, sun is, is the brightest bright. yeah that's when you have the heaviest meal yeah. right at the like biggest meal yeah. you know during that time 11 12 yeah. yeah and during the evening 5 6 yeah. again the sun is like just setting, going down yeah. right it's setting and that means have a again lighter dinner yeah. like just follow that cycle and yeah. you know even if you want to have three meals then yeah. you know that's that's it yeah and i'm like wow i wish somebody told me you know in the simple way where i could just yeah. you know remember this forever that's yes. exactly what i do mm. that's exactly what i do 
so you know when when i say that i i don't eat uh, after sunset people don't don't really get it like yeah. what is the logic behind yeah, not yeah. not uh, yeah. you know uh, eating after the sunset but then i don't get into nitty gritty of explaining this because not everybody gets it and whoever is more interested will reach out again right yeah. and then you explain it to them yeah and the yeah. way i uh, you know i look at it is um, you know when you are going outside uh, let's say you are going out and partying yeah. till you know late of the night and then you come home at 2 in the morning you know yeah. everyone in the family is asleep yeah. and then you ring that bell you wake them up, up and you are disturbing the whole you know family yeah, yeah. because you just went out yeah. and you know that's exactly what you are doing to your body exactly. you know, your body starts sleeping yeah. like your and your body will not like you yeah <laughs> for doing that yeah absolutely you know? right you you know yeah so wish the liver could speak <laughs> yeah yeah wish the liver could speak right and yeah. you know um 10 10 to 11 pm is when your liver stops producing you know enzymes uh, yeah enzymes yeah. and the same goes with you know your body yeah prepares for the resting yeah. and then here you are saying that okay take this another big load of diet at 11 yeah. in the night and you are like making them overwork yeah yeah awesome i'm loving this conversation much vibe yeah tell me one thing yeah you are so wise i mean i'm humbled yeah okay yeah. you are so wise um how do you learn like how do you you know gather information and then organize like how how do you do that how do you sort of what's your way of gaining insights do you read do you watch do you just get insight from conversation or do you get by observing what's your way of learning so uh, th- there are two ways to answer it one somehow i don't know by luck or by design hmm. so i hung out with my grandfather hmm. my nana and then i couldn't hang out with my school friends mm. then i hung out with my nana's friends and be a part of their conversation mm. so i always had this positive hunger of hanging out with people who are way wiser than me mm. and be the fly on the wall not speak just listen absorb be the sponge yeah not comment mm. just be there listen mm. like like a kid and i think that's stuck with me so i always look to hang out with people who who have more way more knowledgeable than me now that does not define by age now mm. uh i hang out with kids who are 17 and 16 while i am 33 now and they teach me so much yeah and then i also add a little little bit of value so one of the answer to the question is you hang out with wiser people than you don't be the wiser people wiser person in the room, yeah. in the room always mm. right there is a time for that also and then like like this podcast maybe it will inspire a lot of people and uh, you know maybe they will take some uh, decisions i mean we can hope for that another way of looking at it is now i cannot hang out with bill gates but i can read his books yeah i cannot hang out with elon musk but i can watch and listen to his podcasts and you know all all the all the so you find your way of you know hanging out with people so i hang out around books a lot i hang out around podcasts and videos a lot mm. i spend time uh, talking to uh, people like at joe stocks we have over 2000 uh, you know talks now across all the languages imagine yeah the amount of wisdom there 2000 yeah. stories and learning from 2000 people yeah in a capsule like in mm. a 20 minute capsule yeah. right so this is how how i keep my learning alive mm. and i think it's going to be a lifelong process yeah and and it it gives you a lot of perspective mm. right and by the way 
whatever philosophy i'm talking today might change tomorrow we yeah. we, we we really we constantly really, evolving yeah we constantly evolving yeah. what i'm what i'm calling worthless today will be a worthwhile tomorrow right so i keep myself open i i i constantly try that i don't have a wall of rigidity around me mm. so that i embrace mm. uh, i love my or i love people who criticize me you know i really love people who criticize me because they give me an opportunity to look beyond what i am able to see mm. and then if the criticism is constructive you embrace and if the criticism is just from the jealousy or or that envious point of view you ignore and you move on mm-hmm. right so this is how i keep my curiosity on and uh, you know very good friend of mine varun dugirala wrote a book mm. it came yesterday and yeah. i i just couldn't keep it down i finished it in the night mm. right uh, and i messaged him today and i said like dude what a brilliant you know thing mm. so that is how you you do things right mm. and that is how you keep your curiosity alive yeah i think i think uh, if anybody wants to become something they should be curious so that is that is how i i deal with that i think that's beautifully put because following curiosity yeah. can be one of the biggest uh, you know skill yeah. if i can yeah. say so uh, you know but curiosity uh, in the right yeah, direction yeah, in, in the right things <laughs> and and on top of that uh, with with lot of awareness lot right of awareness. because uh, you know like just because you're curious you do not enter a lab otherwise you will create one type of thing right mm. <laughs> yeah so yeah this is amazing so um you know i was trying to i was going through a lot of things that people have used to sort of introduce you some people would say head of growth and culture at josh yes. that's the role that you take on mentor to a lot of you know by the way i changed my linkedin today oh, and right. i wrote bade bhaiya at josh shop <laughs> <laughs> and i discussed that with mithul who is uh-huh. our head of communications uh-huh. officially and uh, you know i told mithul it was a conversation yesterday by the way uh-huh. me supriya and uh, uh-huh. uh, mithul we were discussing and we were discussing designations right and uh, how should we project i mean the operational thing and i said hey guys can i write bade bhaiya at josh shop mm. and mithul like that that's what you should actually write because mm. that's what you are to us mm. <laughs> and and i actually went and changed it to bade bhaiya at josh stock yeah so, <laughs> so that's what my linkedin says now so you are bade bhaiya to uh, you know josh stocks and stuff but yeah. i think what the apt um you know i think it was one of the events where they yeah. called you the chanakya for creators yeah and that was so embarrassing because that's such a big thing to be called right and mm. it it as they say right with power come responsibility mm-hmm. you know and and all of that right it it and i told them that guys can you edit this this you know i, I think it's not yet i'm not yet i'm not there yet but you are doing you know a lot of stuff in that direction which you know where, where i've also seen a lot of people come down on your conversations with other folks and say that hey you know what i had this one conversation with manish yes. when i just had 50000 you know followers and you yeah know, I now have two hundred thousand to fifty thousand followers. I wish I can, you know, just yeah. thank him. Yeah. And you know, and there are so many uh, of those stories that have started coming out where you know Manish has really helped us change the way we have been thinking about this uh, game. So, um, what is the fundamental thing that you think content creators need to understand? And the reason I ask this is sooner or later, everyone is. going to have to create some sort of content if they want to build their personal brand 100% yes right yeah so uh, so yeah i mean what are the fundamental i'm not saying from the tactical perspective you should do this or that but from the mindset perspective like what is the biggest thing that you see a lot of 
content creators don't understand mm. and what is it the fundamental switch that need to happen on their head okay first thing that everybody should understand and uh, you very rightly put that eventually everybody will be a content creator and they are in some way well some some people will pick it up as to make their personal brand and be a voice you know a bigger voice than than anybody else the first thing that should keep in mind that it is going to be an organic process mm. so do not try to grow inorganically mm. do everything organic because it is going to be sustainable long term and people are going to know you for who you are before hitting on that follow button or subscribe button they will test you out they will see what value are you adding to their life in whichever form hmm. right so have patience keep doing keep giving before you want anything right let us talk some some technical stuff so that mm-hmm. anybody who is kind of mm-hmm. listening to this can actually yeah. apply and not just from a philosophical point of view yeah be absolutely consistent know your niche make sure that you master the subject that you are speaking online don't be an empty vessel sound much mm. kind of a person because your bullshit will be caught and then once the trust is gone nobody is going to come back to follow and then you will yep. do inorganic stuff to gain followers or subscribers or whatever believe in the process keep evolving yourself when i say keep evolving yourself make sure that your production quality goes up and up and up with time yep when you are making money or when you start to make money reinvest in your content yeah get better equipments with time yep. be open to ideas collaborate don't compete reach out to experts hire people mm. get your team don't be a solo player don't compare your content with anybody else mm. you have your own niche define your need define your greed make sure that you're not getting greedy but at the same time be hungry mm. be hungry for growth but not at the cost of losing relationships mm. so these are some of the substantial things that should be the base of your content creator ju- creation journey mm. and also understand this is a long game that you're playing yes mm. and if you are not getting views on Uh, all of that after you have done a lot of hard work then reach out to me mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'll help you yeah 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 absolutely so uh you know and i have interact interacted with you know quite a few people who are creating content and stuff like that and one of the things uh and you mentioned about like you know stop comparing yourself with someone else's content and yeah. someone else's you know success or you know the way this the people are growing up right um so put things in perspective for us mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh you know when you are a content creator and when you are consuming uh, a lot of content and seeing a lot of other people do uh, some amazing stuff out there mm-hmm. and you know that you are capable of doing some amazing stuff mm-hmm. you know that you know you can do that but you are not mm-hmm. for whatever reason mm-hmm. you are not doing that or mm-hmm. whatever right you mm-hmm. know people might have their own sort of challenges or excuses yeah. or whatever yeah. that is right um and then eventually they are like hey you know what the self doubt starts yeah. coming in yeah. where you start doubting yourself and mm. you know when you start doubting yourself is when your creativity start you know going down going down the drain yeah happy within so um how does one deal with the pressure that you feel from when you are out there online consuming a lot of people and seeing a lot of good stuff 
आई थिंक द प्रेशर ओनली कम्स व्हेन यू स्टार्ट कंपेयरिंग अगेन राइट कि फाइव मिलियन सब्सक्राइबर एंड आई हैव थ्री हंड्रेड सब्सक्राइबर राइट और आई हैव टेन थाउजेंड सब्सक्राइबर्स एंड द अदर पर्सन रीच अ मिलियन ऑलरेडी राइट एंड वी बोथ स्टार्टेड टूगेदर बाई दाइट माई पॉइंट इज वट आर द ट्वेंटी थिंग्स दैट दे क्रैक विच यू वर नॉट एबल टू क्रैक वाई डोंट यू डू अ बायोपसी फॉर दैट rather than you know kind of beating your head on the wall saying they've just gone and got numbers and i have not and i am equally working hard no you're not hmm. yeah there are 20 things that that person did which you didn't do yeah and you need to find out that hmm. you know what what looks like an overnight success for content creators or or for people is nothing less than a thousand days hard work absolutely right yeah, yeah. and a thousand days what like two and a half years True. More three years actually. Three years. Three years. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's that's what you should focus on, rather than being jealous or trying to beat your head mm-hmm. because it's not going to help you. Yeah. Take some action. Take some action. Decode. Yeah. Sit down. Settle. Yeah. You know, uh, they say that the tiger takes five steps back before it has to pounce. Mm-hmm. Right. And when it pounces, that's the leap of faith that it takes that it's going to hunt mm-hmm. the food. Mm. Right, ten out of nine times it fails, mm. but it does not stop. It does not stop pouncing, right? So yeah, that is how you should you should look into it. Uh, I mean, take example from nature and uh, take example from. Mm. I mean, settle down, dissect, reach out to experts. Mm. Uh, don't don't be that no no I'm gonna figure it out myself type mm. of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So and one of the things you know that sort of changed my own perspective and you know. put that long term thinking on my head is you know somebody used this analysis of saying that hey you know you need to be clear on either you are a hunter or you are a farmer yeah and if you are a hunter then what you are looking at you are going out there hunting and getting the results today like one, right now this one is going to convert into a yuval noah harari podcast now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so or you are a farmer yeah. when you are doing farming then you know that you are not going to get anything tomorrow morning if yes. you plant the seed yes. today you have to yes. nurture it let it grow yeah. and yeah. and then it's going to take like yeah. months yeah. you know year uh and then when it happens then yeah. you have more way more than you know that you would ever need yeah. or you'd have ever want yeah. then that you know sort of put things perspective things in perspective yeah. uh you know for me and that's something that i keep on telling myself yeah. hey you know what i'm here for the long game and i'm i'm a farmer i intend to create something meaningful yeah i mean look at it sustainable non sustainable right yeah i mean and again uh do what is the need mm. need of the time yeah uh well hunting is also important yeah and farming is also important yeah the key is in creating balance mm. right so uh If if the situation asks you to hunt, please hunt. Yeah. And if the situation yeah. asks you to farm or gives you an opportunity that to you farm. can farm, yeah. Then don't be complacent in just hunting and saying, "Hey, yeah. quick food," and yeah. you know, like that. So mm. creating that balance Finding is balance. is is what makes sense, right? Yeah. That is what will make sense. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a that's yeah that's greatly put, right? Um, hunting and farming. That's yeah. amazing. So where you see the whole creator. economy because you know um, mm-hmm. this is where we'll start seeing yeah. more entrepreneurs being created right. because what you know this economy enables everyone to you know on a piece of business yeah right and where do you see this sort of you know going and what are the kind of things that people should know 
um, at scale, like the people who are just starting out or the people who maybe have been creating content for a while, but maybe don't have that sort of things coming in right now where they should be paying attention to. Vijay, can I ask you a question? Yes, yeah, sir. When did print media start? It's been forever. Yeah, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Today, consider creator economy as print media. Mm-hmm. And it is starting today. A long way to go. Wow. Right? It will have its own course, path, journey, transformation, mm-hmm. hiccups, mm-hmm. Uh, leaps, downs, everything is going to be magical. Is here to stay. By the way, people keep asking me that print versus electronic versus digital, what do you think? I said none of the ships are going to sink. Mm-hmm. They will all sail. They will have that different course. Mm-hmm. They will go in all different directions in the sea. The sea remains the same. Mm-hmm. Right? So creator economy is just begun. Mm-hmm. It's not even a decade old. Yeah. And we are talking too much about too it much. already. Yeah, yeah. We need to stop talking about <laughs> it. And doing, start doing. Yeah. Right? Or create a balance between talking and doing. Mm. It's there to stay. Mm. And it will stay for longer. And uh, I was talking to somebody today uh, afternoon. And I was saying, oh, I was, I was actually giving a talk somewhere in, a, in an event. It was all by very senior journalists and uh, mass media people. Mm. And I was the youngest in the lot. And, and uh, you know, I was intimidated by the kind of panel I was a part of. But then I, I you know, with, with all my, uh, with humbleness, and I said, I'll put my points. And thank God they applauded and they agreed. And I said that it's going to stay. Believe it or not, you cannot deny. Mm. It's there. Mm. It's come. Mm. It's going to be a new animal in the ecosystem of jungle. Mm. And I told that just watch out for maybe a decade's time. There will be there will be twenty, if not hundred, content creators with hundred million subscribers on YouTube from India, mm. and it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, we are moving with five x faster speed than what West did mm. with content. Yeah, and both blessing and you know boon of the Indian subcontinent is people. Mm. We have a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they are coming on internet as yeah. fast as they can. Yeah. So yeah, creator economies to stay. Mm. And everybody will have a piece of this particular cake. Mm. And it's getting bigger and bigger. It's bigger and bigger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there will be 500 more talent management companies. Mm. Because there will be 5 lakh more creators. Creators. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Mm. And uh, whatever top talent management companies that you see today. Mm. might not exist in five years because mm. there will be ones who will come and take over and mm. buy out and whatnot, mm. right? Mm. So, magical times ahead, bro. Okay. So, I'm going to ask this question. What do you say to people? Manish, I want to create content. I want to create content on XYZ topic, but you yeah. know what my problem is? Whatever I want to share, whatever I want to do, everything is said and done. What new I can bring on the table? Well, everything is said and done already. But still, science is able to discover new things and put it into perspective. New diseases are coming out. New vaccines are coming out. Apply the same logic here. Say it in a new way. Say it in a more interesting way. More relatable way. Right? Mm. Mutual funds are here. Right? This is mm. what you hear about mutual yeah. funds. Yeah. And we thought, oh, that's the end. This is the final message. Yeah. 
but then you see how many more mutual fund companies came and brought the uh, narrative in a different different way and became unicorns and what not yeah right so my point is well everything is said and done already bhagavad gita has been sent and everything is in the book that doesn't mean that the things philosophy has not come out mm. right uh, it's come out right so my point is while you are saying all of those things that mm. means you are giving yourself an excuse to not create so please find a job mm. yeah. <laughs> or start creating content yeah or work for somebody who is creating content yeah. right so that yeah. you can learn more yeah yeah so that's that's the point i guess mm. when you say that whatever i want to do is already been done you you are just giving me an excuse mm. i mean i would not like to talk to that person again <laughs> um perfectionism yeah that's the it's a myth other thing it's a that, myth yeah according to me it's a myth mm mm-hmm. nothing can be ever be perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because look at our life we yeah. evolve every day mm-hmm. cells are born cells die tissues are born tissues die red blood cells has a self life of 120 days look at your body look at the nature what is perfect mm-hmm. summer comes the rivers become small rainy season comes the rivers become so broad and they flood mm-hmm. right are rivers perfect no yeah. are mountains perfect no how can anything be perfect wow. i think we should just be open to evolution and that is the that is the real crux of it so that is what one should aim for mm. don't aim for perfection mm. aim for change Get, getting better aim for change embrace mm. change mm. and i have a very radical way of looking at it people mm. will dismiss me for this <laughs> right but dismiss me i don't care <laughs> i can never be perfect yeah i mm. can never be perfect mm. if you scan through 20 tweets of mine you will spot at least five spelling mistakes three mm. grammatical errors and i'm fine with that because that is who i am yeah mm right mm. but i go back and correct it if <laughs> i see it myself yeah but that is who i am i cannot be perfect mm. and accept me Or move on. Move on. Yeah. That is how you should be in your life, I guess. Mm. Because when you are becoming perfect, ninety yeah. percent of the times you are doing it for others, not for yourself. Not for yourself. Then where is the fun? <clears throat> the world starts disliking you when you start living your own life. Mm. But let them dislike. Mm. You are not born to please others. But there are so many people who can relate to your story, to yeah. who you are, yeah. and you know, to who you are, is you are. Yeah. yeah and with because bricks, yeah authenticity will put you out there yeah in the most vulnerable way mm. and the world is vulnerable yeah right yeah so that is how i look mm. at it mm. and and the the point with perfection is once you become perfectionist mm-hmm. you want to replicate that every time yeah so true right so true you have to put that face all the time all the time i'm strong i'm beautiful yeah, yeah, i am yeah. perfect and and this is my benchmark this is my benchmark yeah. but not everything is supposed to be in the same fashion yeah right mm. like okay let us take an example of i mean art right art form let us let us consider an opera mm. what is in a perfect opera mm. can you compare two opera neck to neck and say which one is perfect mm. 
all of them are perfect and all of them all of them are imperfect yeah take that example and put it anywhere which company is perfect and oftentimes you know uh, when is where i take an example it's yeah. like i ask people do you guys think iphone 13 is perfect yeah. the latest yeah. apple yeah. phone that's out in the market people are like i don't think so uh then how come on earth the number one technology company in the world yeah have the guts to put out the imperfect phone exactly. <laughs> knowing that there are going to be five other features they are going to be putting in iphone 14 yeah evolution <laughs> evolution right yeah. so yeah. so so that's why i say perfectionism is a myth mm-hmm. and many people are happy living that myth mm-hmm. well it's fine yeah it's okay yeah absolutely and uh, you mentioned about you know vulnerability and authenticity and for a, for me at least it has been a journey to embrace who i am and start putting them out and now you know i when i share the story i have always seen that people resonate with that story relate with that story and feel like oh you know what i can connect to this mm-hmm. story and uh, you know and as content creator as well and also normally when you are not trying to put a face out there when you are not trying to be someone that you are not i think for my in my experience the more i have embraced who i am and ex- expressed my story the way i am i have felt more happier i all of a sudden you know the pressure just went off mm-hmm. because i don't have to appear to be the perfect guy Okay. Yeah, like I yeah. have my flaws. I mm-hmm. you know and I I'm, I'm happy to admit that. Yeah. Like hey, these are my flaws. Mm-hmm. And often laugh about them. That's okay, right? You know, where yeah. I can improve and, and laugh laugh about them with others. Laugh <laughs> about them with the others, yeah. right? And you know, just just uh and when I had this understanding it just completely helped me. Mm-hmm. It helped me to embrace others as well because I know that if I'm not perfect, the other person is not perfect either. Either. Yeah. We all have uh you know fair share of fair share of our own flaws yeah, or yeah, you know imperfections yeah. and and one of the things that you know helped me a lot the question that often helped me is like hey sometimes when i feel that hey you know what i wish i had what this person had like this aspect of what this person had and the question that i ask myself is do you want the whole of it right so if manish is such a wise person i can't just wish that i had just manish's wisdom mm mm-hmm. Am I ready to get like whole of Manish with yeah. the flaws that he has? Yeah, like I'm very, I, I, I get, I, I get pissed off very, very. You know, I, I have a, <laughs> I have a very short temper. Yeah. So right? do you, do you want that as well? Yeah. Right. That, that is something that you need right. to sort of uh, ask yourself. Like, am I open to take whole of it? Yeah. Right. Not yeah. you just can't take part of. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. So now that you have mentioned about short. Temper, yeah, I keep telling people I have Ram and I have Parshuram both in me. <laughs> Right, so you want Ram? Yeah. Well, you get a gonna get the Parshuram as well. As well. Yeah. Right. So you just can't say just give me Ram. No. I, yeah. You know. So and oftentimes the answer, you know, for myself when I say, do I want the whole of it? Yeah. The answer is no. Then you are better off not having that as well. Right. Um. So now that you have mentioned about short tempered bits, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. You have you know shared earlier spoken about channelizing your anger. Yeah. Into better things. Talk yeah. a bit about that. Like how can someone channelize? the anger and maybe you know use that energy in something better i mean see again like how we spoke about dopamine right mm. are you allowing your anger to take over you mm. or are you just thinking about the emotion which is anger in that particular time mm. and making the emotion do the right thing for you if i wouldn't have been 
angry at the situation of my family mm. i wouldn't have take been in a position to take those steps which i took to mm. pull them out of poverty that was the sheer anger mm. sheer anger of when i when i came to india from nepal and when i when i started living with the father mm. and we used to live in the slum and i had to queue up in a line to take a dump in the morning and i used to be angry mm. and i was like this is not life i mean okay this is life but this is not what i want to live mm. it's waste of time mm. i can do much more with my time mm. than standing in a queue to take a dump mm. and many a times i used to run in a kid <laughs> right yeah and i was like i want to change this yeah. when i when i grow up and i i used to be angry well that anger led me to work hard mm. and do the right things to get myself and my parents a house with our own toilet well this is what anger can make you do i i did not use my anger to go and break other people's toilet mm-hmm. i used to build my own mm-hmm. toilet right yeah. so this is how you channelize your anger yeah and that is why you should let anger be in you but control your anger and channelize it like yeah. like put it for the right right set of things mm. so i i think i think this is a one of the basic examples that i can give mm. and now take it and apply it in your life in various various situations right mm. you sometimes get angry on people mm. well you don't get angry on people you get angry on the situation that the people put you so you are angry on that situation yeah analyze that situation mm. everybody has priorities of life right and sometimes they choose the priority which is which does not match with your priority hmm. and then is when the balance goes off right be angry always be angry yeah but then ask the reason of the anger and solve it hmm. that is in your hand yeah so do it do what you what is in your hand don't do what is not in your hand as simple as that yeah right so this is how i channelize things super what inspires you to do everything that you do the very reason that we are alive the very reason that we are born as humans the very reason that uh, uh we are different than uh, other animals in the ecosystem mm-hmm. uh that we have a little more wisdom than mm-hmm. uh, other animals uh, mm-hmm. in the ecosystem your entire lookout is very developmental your entire lookout is of a community so you're living the dharma that that you are born or born for yeah uh that is what inspires me uh what inspires me is people are doing so much so many things right and and can you just be along with them and walk with them and yeah. uh be a part of try and be a part of magical stuff mm. right last year when the second wave of covid hit i could have just packed my bag and gone to any forest and silently be with some of my friends who are in forest doing work there but i chose not to and i said listen i'm mm-hmm. going to be a part of solving this entire crisis mm. and i did what i did right and mm. i co- i mean help with my friends and we created that covid resources and we yeah. worked hard and and we did whatever we could and so many people as a collective came together and worked and i was in trauma after after the wave went down and i went to the lowest phase of my life and i was questioning my own self and lot of things and i was mentally weak and depressed and all all that sort right 
and there were a couple of friends who helped me in the situation uh, supriya being one and all of that right and so my point is again something happened and he said hey come back let's yeah. get back yeah but i took my time right so mm-hmm. yeah i mean what inspires anybody is i think i think uh, positive hunger of doing new things yeah. in life mm-hmm. that's what keeps me inspired mm-hmm. and you don't have to be inspired all the time by yeah yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you you don't have to be hungry and hustle all the time. Yeah. But it's hus- okay. Some sometimes yeah, yeah. just sometimes just sleep off the blanket and yeah, yeah. Sleep off sometimes. Sleep off and yeah. Know. And I think you know um, the whole scene of putting your perfect face out there puts you immense pressure that you are, have to always be there performing at top. Look at the film right? industry. So, yeah. Look at the film industry. Yeah. I mean. You never know what's going in in yeah, that like, actor or actress's life, hmm. but they have to go and smile in front of the camera yeah. and put out their smiling yeah. face, yeah. which they don't want to. But they Such are doing their job. Huge pressure. It's a it's a have. difficult task. Yeah, difficult yeah. task. And and uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a uh, few friends who are actors and actresses and at a very recognizable level. And you know what? Their best times are in the house when we are. not wearing those makeup and uh, the fancy clothes and and mm. we are in pajamas and mm. we are just drinking chai and coffee mm. and uh, you know and and laughing and and not clicking selfies and photos mm. and putting out on social media yeah i think that's the best time that they have in life yeah after a point of time they're done with the glamour mm. <laughs> but then again they have to go back to their office tomorrow which is mm. same camera media yeah. all of that yeah. right and i asked them as well i mean what inspires you to go in front of the camera it's so taxing man yeah. and they said that listen this is our karma yeah and then you know then mm. we we go to that whole tangent of speaking and understanding and also so yeah i mean you don't have to be inspired all the time but but being inspired is important mm. so yeah i mean yeah. find your ways what is the one lesson that you wish you had learned earlier in your life practically I wish somebody would have caught my ear and taught me investment. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't even understand the concept of FD. Forget yeah. about stocks and other things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Practically that, and my nanaji kept telling, "It will all be fine," and I somehow I did not hear that or listen to that. Mm. I wish I I would have listened to that. Then I would have. stressed myself a little less i was i have been too hard on myself i wish i was not too hard on myself i am learning not to be hard on myself now and it is not late mm. but but in the process i really missed a lot of beautiful days you know mm. yeah i mean i wish i was not too hard on myself while i was growing up and in my early phase of career mm-hmm. i mean there were times i worked three jobs yeah that was not necessary mm-hmm. I just did because I was a little scared and insecure mm. that you know what maybe tomorrow some new kharcha will come and mm. I will not have enough to kind of mm. give it mm. and and I promised my father that I will not let him borrow any money from anybody mm. so I will have to have a little extra mm. so that if he needs it mm. I will be the one to give him yeah. and so that he does not have to go to his friend and ask for that five hundred rupees and get humiliated so that was the construct bro mm. so. but then i could have done without that as well yeah i wish i could have created that balance mm. a little bit mm. but nevertheless i mean yeah. that's how life is right I so mean, what do you tell yourself now when you start feeling that kind of pressure 
experience. Okay, mm. it'll be figured out. Chill. You don't have to solve all the problem in the world. Mm. I don't have to solve everything in the world. Mm. You know, few things other people will solve. So I will just solve what I can solve. Mm. That is it. That is it. I don't take life seriously anymore. I take it sincerely. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you read a lot? Not a lot, but yes, I read. Mm. Not a lot, but read. I don't know what is reading a lot means. Mm. But I read. Fair. I mean, uh, I'm a voracious reader. Yes, I am. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. I read. I read uh, quite quite a few books. Mm. Uh, a few books that have left a huge impact. Uh, yeah, and and I've I've been keep telling. I've I've been telling everywhere, and I want to keep reminding myself. I want to start reading fiction now. Mm. I was on Chalachitra yeah. talks uh, a yeah. few days ago, <laughs> and I was talking to very dynamic vibe yeah. uh, and uh, uh. Vani. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, and and uh, I so I look through their channels, and I'm a part of their WhatsApp group now. Yeah. Um. I mean, I want to read fiction, man. That's something that's on my list as well. Yeah. Like I, I said like you know if you want to read and do read meaningful and you know I'm now realizing yeah. that hey hey you know what. You know, I could have. Read fiction, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Should I? I want to read fiction. So, twenty twenty two, I want to read. Um, mm. If not a lot, two three fiction books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have also now published a book. Oh yeah, uh, co-authored a book. Co-authored I mean, a yeah. book. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, uh, booming digital stars is what it is called. Mm. Uh, it's a, it's an attempt to create a blueprint. Mm. for creators who want to uh, go out there and use social media platforms and create content and make make a make a name fame money for themselves mm-hmm. so we've picked uh, you know 11 stories which we found uh, you know very interesting and had a lot of anecdotes mm-hmm. and we had a checklist yeah so whichever stories ticked on all the check boxes mm-hmm. we have those stories well we wanted to do 25 by the way mm-hmm. uh, but we have 11 reason few of the creators were busy and mm. for the right reasons and they could not reach back to us and mm. we was back and forth mm. and a uh, few of them um, thought maybe they were too big to reply to us mm. so yeah even that so we went ahead with uh, you know 11 and uh, definitely we are going to do a part 2 of it okay that is how the book shaped yeah it's it's a humble attempt to create a a blueprint mm. uh, who can benefit out of the book is young content creators who want to create yeah because all the eleven stories are immensely inspiring and the absolutely. entire yeah. uh, uh entire journey is been covered mapped, yeah. Yeah, right absolutely. uh even the manager's uh, story is there and how mm. other people who are behind the camera and behind the scenes mm. and everybody we've spoken to everybody and mm. everybody's story is there so not just the stars but the guys who made the star made the stars is yeah. is also there yeah another it is it's a go- good and quick read for all the brand managers out there mm. spend your money in this industry <laughs> give give your money to create economy and creators yeah, right yeah, yeah. so it's for them yeah. uh and and anybody who loves stories mm. so it's a story book yeah so yeah uh awesome that link that up on the description of this episode for everyone and yeah. i can't recommend that enough uh if you fall on these audience categories like if you are a creator or an aspiring one or if you are a brand manager or generally if you want to understand the whole creator economy and you want to There's a lot of inspiration in each of those yes. stories. Like you there's know, the so much, amount so much of struggle. work. There's so much yeah, struggle. Yeah. The, you know, the amount of work that every single person that I've featured there, yeah. and also it put things in perspective, right? Where you might say that, hey, you know what, this guy all of a sudden is, you know, has this 10 million follower, 20 million follower. Then when you go and read the stories, then you would realize the amount of pressure 
uh, the amount of work that they have yeah. put in to be where they are and uh, and they all you know, started so with a zero follower with zero right? follower yeah. everybody started yeah. with zero following yeah. right nobody uh, nobody know, was given an account with lakh follower yeah, already nobody was given yeah. an account to the lakh <laughs> follower already yes absolutely um so manish um what was that one wrong belief about yourself mm-hmm. that you've held for the longest period of time mm-hmm. about yourself well there are many but when you said one i'm going to tell you the most uh, important one which on which i worked is that if i'm not serious enough i will not figure it out mm. then i later figured out hey i needed to be sincere not serious so i stopped taking myself seriously and i started becoming sincere in everything that i was doing and i'm doing so yeah that is what i was as i said i was too hard on myself that was a wrong belief that if i'm not serious Oh, things will fall apart, and you know, uh, and I think I was that because of situations and yeah. circumstances. So I don't blame myself mm. for the situation, but I wish somebody could have told. So if anybody out there trying to become a lot of lot serious, please be sincere, be a little less serious. Yeah. Things will fall on its own place. Yeah, yeah. it will. Vijay, we forget to kind of uh, uh, live the fact that we are all gonna live a long, long life, right? Mm. If not more. At least sixty, seventy years. That's a lot of time. Yeah, a lot of time. You don't have to figure it out everything today, tonight. Give it time. Give it time. Yeah. Uh, Manish, I have one last question. Yeah. You know uh, that I want to ask you before we wrap this up. Imagine that you are standing on a stadium, mm-hmm. and this is the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world. Okay. And there are millions and millions of people in that stadium, mm-hmm. eagerly. Passionately waiting to listen to you wow. and your story. Uh, to y- you, uh-huh. okay. And you are there on a stage, and you have been given only one minute of the time mm-hmm. to share mm-hmm. the most important lesson that you have learned in your life. Mm-hmm. What would be your message? I would say take it easy. I would not even use those sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. I would just say take it easy. Everything will fall in place. Mm-hmm. keep doing the right thing mm-hmm. keep doing the right thing and don't say no to hard work that's all i want to say nothing more nothing less mm-hmm. that is it awesome um uh, you know i can clearly see that we can go on and on with yes. but uh, it has been such a such an insightful in reaching conversation and uh, what a great pleasure in meeting you and having this conversation and i would like to take a moment to acknowledge you manish for doing everything that you are doing to empower others to help them you know realize their dreams and uh, and and you know connect those dots for them really appreciate everything that you are doing brother and uh, wish you all the best with everything that you are doing and thank you so much for spending this time with us today thank you so much vijay for inviting me and uh, there was some wisdom in me that i replied to you and said ki okay yeah let's talk so thank god from from wherever that wisdom came in and uh, you know let us steal a line from om shanti om say and picture abhi baaki hai mere dost thank you so much for listening to this conversation with banish pande i hope you have learned a lot or got some inspiration from this conversation take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your instagram story and don't forget to tag me at the rate bizay speaks and manish at the rate join to manish we would love to know what you think about this 
And also you can find the resources mentioned in this episode at theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 127, 127.